Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast where we explore the journey to holistic well-being and learn from inspiring individuals who have transformed their lives through physical movement and mindful practices. So I'm your host Avik and I'm thrilled to have you join us on this enriching and empowering path to improved health and wellness. So in today's episode we have the honor of hosting a remarkable guest who has dedicated over 26 years of his li- her life to the pursuit of health movement and pain relief so please welcome carrie there welcome to the show carrie thank you i'm so excited to be here great great you're welcome so uh carrie like before we uh start exploring about this topic and delving deep into this topic i'd uh, like to mention this to all of our listeners that uh carrie is an entrepreneur exercise psychologist and holistic movement mentor whose personal journey with pain and determination has led led her to become a beacon of hope and knowledge for countless individuals seeking a pain-free and active life so her passion for movement and holistic well-being was ignited at a young age when uh, she experienced the challenges of living with pain so this early struggle motivated her to uh, explore the innovative solutions and embark on a lifelong journey of self discovery so today kai stands as a testament uh, to the power of resilience and the determination having uh, not only overcome her own obstacles but also equipped others with the tools to transform their lives so in this episode we will delve into her inspiring story learn about the importance of rewiring the nervous system to overcome the chronic pain and discover how water fitness and pain free training can be transformative for our overall well-being so join us as we embark on this enlightening conversation with Kelly Van and exploring the powerful connection between movement mindfulness and a healthy mind for a fulfilling life so stay tuned for an episode filled with wisdom insights and practical tips that will leave you inspired to take charge of your well-being and embrace the journey to a healthy mind and a healthier life so welcome to the show again kerry thank you thank you great uh so kerry like uh, uh, like uh, just wanted to understand before uh, we get deeper into this topic like can you share your personal journey with pain and how it motivated you to explore the 
uh, solutions for pain relief and injury prevention through unexercising. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was born a natural mover. I love movement. And and my mom saw that and she gave me the gift at age four of enrolling me in a creative movement class. And from there, I loved all aspects of movement, dance, hiking, biking, and swimming. Um, but my first experience with pain, um, the, the kind of pain that set me back really detrimentally was when I was a sophomore in college. Now, I'd had problems up in this point with my feet. So I was seeing different practitioners and so forth. And I got to the point where I had to stop doing something that I love. I had to stop dancing. Um, and it was a final diagnosis from an orthopedic physician that I had, was missing two joints um, in each of my feet, um, which was causing mechanical problems and the pain. Um, and so this this really was a turning point for me. I mean, I was a dance minor, right? And so I had to stop and refocus my efforts on, you know, really being proactive about um, understanding this and finding other solutions on how I could continue to move. And it just it started both my, you know, continue my personal journey into my professional journey as well. Wow, that's that's really great. So, like, how do you define unexercising, and uh, how does it differ from the traditional exercise routines? Great question. Yes. So unexercising, actually, looking back, um, it came to me at a moment in my journey after I had actually two car wrecks um, and I had been suffering with double cervical strain. And and it was that moment in time, I was probably in my 20s, um, where a light bulb went off. It was like, you know, I've studied all this stuff. I've, you know, got my degrees in exercise physiology. I've been doing all, all these different things, studying different movement modalities. But at that point in time, it began. And what really happened was what I mean by unexercising is slowing down, beginning to focus and understand and concentrate and connect to my own body um, through awareness, through breathing. And there's so much power in that. And that's really where my healing first started, right? So definitely, definitely. So like, uh, what led you to uh, develop the complete well body method and how it helped individuals, uh, especially over, um, women over 40, uh, integrate a balanced approach to exercise and overall wellness. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I so I am 100% passionate about what I do and there's there's so many shortfalls um to traditional exercise programs and so forth where we're not we're not listening to our bodies. We're not taking a holistic approach. We're not being mindful. We're not honoring orthopedic limitations. Um, and and if we do these things, the consequences are we're going to get more pain, we're going to get injured or re-injured. And, and seeing this and, and being blessed with the opportunity to be able to work with a lot of people coming into my professional wor world over the past years as well um, and help them with pain and, and transform that, I got to see there are common things going on that can really be helpful. And so um, the complete well body method kind of puts everything together, all my years of experience. And I'm just so happy to be able to get the word out and share about this because at the heart of it, I'm working with women 
to develop the habits of what I say is pain-free movement, right? And that is a way and preventing injury. And there's crossover between the two of them, right? And 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 that really, um, you know, we get those habits into our lives and that takes takes time. So if we just take a second and pause and if I just speak on what are what what does that encompass? I mean, there are pillars to pain-free movement and it's a comprehensive approach. So we're getting in um our stretching, um, we're getting in time to restore our body, we're getting in the tools to deal with what what um a, a system of fascia that covers our body that we can re, you know empower empower women to to take care of their own body in, in that manner. Um, I also integrate in um, therapeutic Pilates into the mix and whole body strength and then our overall movement. And, and not we're looking at the whole person, which means, you know, not just past or present movement, but our mindset, our sleep, you know, our stress levels. And then I help guide everybody I work with and hold them accountable to making the changes they need to live healthy and pain-free. Lovely. That, that's really lovely. So so in your experience as an entrepreneur, like exercise psychologist and also a holistic movement mentor, what are the most common misconceptions people have about the pain relief and uh, the injury prevention? Yeah. So I think that um, a lot of times people will go to let's say a physical therapist or or a chiropractor and so forth and and there, and and I think that's great I, I love collaborating with physical therapists and and chiropractors but a lot of times it's just not enough right um, a physical therapist can give you a diagnosis they can address maybe a uh, whatever it might be, let's say it's a shoulder impingement issue, but you need more. You need to be able to move your body, right? You need to be able to continue and address the whole body as well. And chiropractic is great. Sometimes you'll get a spinal adjustment, but guess what? There are plenty of things that you can do to manage your own spine by getting in movement to in your own spine throughout the week. And I found that really is lacking in a lot of other ways. And, and let's not just, you know, forget about pills, which are are quite simply band-aids and they're not getting at the real root cause of what's going on with your body. So lovely. So uh, also one thing too, it, this is coming to my mind, like how can unexercising play a role in rewiring the uh, nervous system to overcome the chronic pain and uh, like what are some of the practical techniques that you would recommend for this? At the heart of that would be our breath. Hmm. And there's so much power there and so many different ways to use it. You can simply just, just simplify using a diaphragmatic type breathing by slowing down your your rate of breath and then focusing in on certain areas in your body. You can release pent up tension, and then if you combine that with fascia release, now we're we're actually breathing into certain areas, stimulating the bone. And it can be just a win-win right there. So I think it's the concept of really connecting to our breathing. Um, and and we, we can do that in small capacities and we can build from there to the point where most people I work with are like, yeah, this is something I enjoy. And it can become, um, you know, it's it's not just a, an exercise. It's part of our, it's a lifestyle, right? And we begin to integrate it and weave it into our days. Whether maybe you're a busy entrepreneur, like I get that. You can take five minutes and do your body a world of good for stress relief. Calm your nervous system down. 
and then that's going to affect your muscles, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Extremely true. This one is extremely true. So one thing, like, uh, again, like, uh, so could you elaborate uh, the connection between the movement and the mindfulness in the context of pain relief and improved well-being? Yes. Uh, so with mindfulness, the mind and the body, like, you know, they're not separate entities. And so in order to gain great control over our bodies, we have to learn to connect the two. And, and of course, like I mentioned, breath plays a part in that, but breath can be used in different ways. It We can take our focus and our concentration and apply our breath to going deep, to going deep and activating muscles that may be inactive, like deep down, let's say, into the pelvic floor, TVA muscles, the things that aren't really active in a lot of us that sustain all of our movement. So if we begin at that point, which I think is really important for building a foundation for our bodies so that we can begin to move and eliminate all that pain and prevent the injury, we've got to start there. And that's what I found to be true. And that kind of evolved after my car wrecks. Like I was teaching um, and I would may have been um, doing, let's say like Pilates, a, a young instructor for just for five years and missing out on those key elements myself, right? And so I had to get that into my own body. And when I did, it was like a game changer. Oh my gosh, yeah, as I got so excited, I wanted to share um, this with everybody, right? Because if we don't do that, we're gonna have to come back to it at some point anyway. So there's value in actually connecting the mind and the body and and being able to 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 engage muscles that are or have been inactive that that can help us with every aspect of movement. Wow, lovely! That that's that's really great. And uh, as an expert in the field, what are the critical changes and the advancements that you have observed in the fitness and wellness industry over the past five years? Um. So. I think that there, what I've seen, there's always going to be advances in in different ways. Um, so, you know, we can look at there almost become separate entities. So we've got like our strength, right? We've got somebody that may do yoga. We've got Pilates and and all these things. But really, what we need is a comprehensive. <laughs> a comprehensive approach because when it comes to pain and managing pain, and it's been my experience and my belief is that we don't just need one thing. We need we need kind of a way to get all of them in into our lives. Wow, that's that's really lovely. I'd say I'm really loving um, the the importance you're sharing uh, here because it, it's very important, and most of us sometimes ignore these things. Uh, but yeah. it's it's very crucial to understand as well. So thanks for sharing all those things. So um, so like also uh, one more thing, like how can individuals integrate the pain-free training and the water fitness into their daily lives just to achieve the long-term pain relief and the injury prevention? Yes, I think that if it's done gradually and, it, you know, it all boils down to habits, forming habits and to be successful at anything we do, right? I don't care if it's business or, um, you know, let's our bodies, we have to be committed to creating habits in an achievable manner integrated throughout our day 
then our week, and then those weeks turn into a month and then more months and then more. So we have to do it that way because if it is to become a lifestyle, then, um, you know, it's not like a one, uh, you know, one time deal, we're going to get these results and then we're going to stop or, you know, it's, it's something that has to feel achievable. Um, and I feel like that is very individualized because we're all coming from different places. So what works for one person may not work for another person. And so, you know, I tend to work with a lot of busy, busy people that want a convenient way to kind of integrate it even into their their life at home. And they're and that's totally achievable, right? We don't have to be driving around to a hundred different places if we don't want to or don't have the time to, right? <laughs> exactly. That is true. So, uh, like, what role uh, does the technology or any specific technology play in enhancing the role uh, of pain relief and improving the uh, well-being? Yeah. So, sleep, and that's what you asked, right? Yeah. 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 So, sleep is uh, crucial. And if we are coming from a, a night where we didn't sleep, well, we might need to listen to our bodies and just honor that and actually not try and push it, right? And that's okay. Listen, one day out of 365 is not gonna set you back, even if it's one week or a couple weeks here and there. So sleep is key because we need to regenerate our bodies. That's a place where we actually get enough rest. And, you know, in general, you know, here's the thing. I think that it's, again, an individual um, process and there can be somebody that may be able to survive with four hours or or six hours, I think six to eight hours in general. And you know, women over 40, not just the amount total, but we also need to be getting, I just found this out, um, about an hour or hour and a half actually of of REM deep rest into our body so that it has enough time to recover um, so that we can be active again. So if somebody's dealing with sleep issues, we got to work on getting into a sleep routine um, and, you know, getting getting to sleep at a certain time. There's, you know, trying to work from that way. And then there's all kinds of other modalities. Some people suffer with sleep apnea and they can get tested for that and get a CPAP device that can help them sleep. So there can be other things going on there, but sleep is just... It's crucial. Yeah, exactly. Sleep, sleep is very, very crucial. So, so I guess um, for a normal adult, it's like uh, six to seven hours is, I mean, complete sleep, sleep is uh, good enough, right? Or what do you say? Yeah, I say in general, I think, and, and, you know, myself included, I tend to get about that seven hour marker. Um, if I can get more, sometimes I can. I think that, you know, some people may need a little bit more. Some people may need nine. You know, it just depends on what your body may be going through at the time um, and just honoring that and, and and becoming aware of that. And if you feel like you're not getting enough at six or seven, then you might need to get a little bit more and you have to work that into your lifestyle because it's important. Yeah. So, like, uh, can you share a success story from uh, your years of experience where you helped someone transform their life through the principles of an exercise? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts is getting to help all these people. And I have a lot of stories, um, but I can just think of one that comes to mind. I got off a call earlier today and I have one woman that I've been working with for, for some time now, and she's been applying all the principles that I teach. And it's just so exciting to see somebody go from the point of 
you know, scared to death that they're going to have to have a back surgery to totally being able to manage her pain and, and, and really quite pain free and moving, achieving her goals of walking. She loves to walk. She's doing everything she needs. She's traveling. Um, she's actually become a global client. So she's all over um, the world and, and she's been able to integrate um, this into her life. And it's just so beautiful to see somebody, you know, move out of that state of fear, fear of getting hurt and, and having the pain to, to to this level of freedom. Um, and that's just one one story that's coming to mind right now, but there, there's a lot. And so that just touches me. I just, I just want to be able to help other people get to that same place. Well, that's, that's lovely. So uh, like, uh, how do you approach the uh, delicate balance between providing the guidance to individuals while also telling um, your methods to meet each person's unique needs? Yes. So it's more about holding somebody accountable right and and they you, we all need accountability and empowering them with all the things they need and helping give them a plan that works so that they can begin taking action in gradual steps and i think that is really the key um, because when somebody's able to connect to their own body and then begin to apply things, they're going to have a greater result than just somebody telling what to do and them not even being connected to their body. So I think that is you know, done in uh, gradual stages. Accountability is key. I think most people struggle when they don't have some level of accountability um, because we all know that exercise may be good for us or you know, these things may be good for us, but we still are subject to listening to the voices in our head that tell us not to, not to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so like uh, in, in the context of complete uh, well body method, what are the key factors to consider when exercising safely, especially for individuals with pre-existing conditions or the limitations? Yeah, that's a great question. And so, you know, there. I think one of the biggest things, I want to make people understand that there's so much we can do even before the pain comes to protect, or even if we're having the pain, but to protect our bodies. And I mean, um, knees, for example, kneeling. Kneeling is one of the hardest exercises on our body. And some people can't kneel, so we shouldn't assume that you can. But if you're able to, you should be having your, you should be kneeling on something with a padded surface. I love the Airx pad, you know, something that gives your knees support. There are so many things we can do to protect our shoulders. Um, the muscles that stabilize the shoulders so that when we're doing things with our arms, we're, we're less apt to hurt them. Okay. Um, our necks and our spine. Oh my goodness. You know, there are so many things that we can do to, 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 um, to get those movements we need, but also protect, um, ourselves from neck injury. Um, yeah. And, and just, and the list goes on and the feet are, are definitely something that, you know, just based on my own story that I really always want to make sure people are armed with the tools to give themselves even a base basic foot what i would say foot um fitness routine so that they're keeping the feet healthy because we have to most of us have to stand and move right and so our poor little feet we want to make sure that they're they're functioning um yeah so so you know boiling down to things we can do to set ourselves up to succeed while we're moving to protect our joints and muscles um i think it can go a long way um and and like i said before there is always going to be crossover between having the pain and wanting to prevent it so uh, 
like what do you think uh, that sets up unexercising apart from other pain relief and the injury prevention methods and how has it positively impacted the lives of your clients yeah i think because it 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 is set apart because it, in several ways one it's comprehensive i'm kind of, I'm kind of like five practitioners in one <laughs> so, you, so you don't have to you know drive around a thousand different places there's a level of convenience so i i make it easy for people that don't that they can do things from their home and still achieve the same results um and and it's a balanced approach so that we're able to get in all the things that we need um to help maintain our body in an achievable way um throughout the week and and and, and keeping our health and wellness while we're doing that at the forefront and i've seen lives change in so many ways people you know when they start doing that, um, their their health and wellness improves. They're they're actually more aware of their nutrition because let's not forget about nutrition. I didn't mention that that we're we're checking in with that and providing education on that because you know I've you know viewing movement. I think that I see that people begin to view movement more as medicine, and right along with that goes our food. Right, so we're viewing our food more as medicine. Things you know that things that nourish our body. So we've got the food nourishing our body. The, the movement nourishing our body. And, and then then it just seems to me most people, they start to feel good when they do the movement. And a lot of people are coming from a place where they, movement isn't feeling real good and they needed this approach because now they're starting to move and now it actually feels good. So it's reinforcing. And so you want to keep going and going and going and you're getting, you know, your, your, your pain is getting lower and lower and lower. And so that kind of sums it up in a nutshell. <laughs> So, so like, um, could you share some resources or the recommendations for the individuals who want to uh, dive deeper into the principles of unexercising and the pain relief? Yeah. So, so breaking down um, the the pillars um, would be, you know, definitely you want to start with the stretching. I feel most of us are not stretching enough, and in fact, the key would be starting um, on our back. Um, because we can actually calm our nervous system down and then go from there, building up our foundation like we talked about. Um, it, you really want to look for, you know, all the all the pillars that I already discussed, but you really want to be looking for um, somebody that's qualified. Like, you know, so I'm an exercise physiologist like as well as somebody that has an understanding of the body has the education, um, has the the also level of personal experience, I think, with pain, because uh, if we're not coming from that place, it's very, very hard to relate. Um, and as somebody that has done extra um, study in different types of movement modalities, in addition to the physiology and the study of exercise, because there's value there. And and I mean, um, you know, Hatha yoga, restorative yoga, um, uh, the, the, the Pilates done in a rehabilitative manner, and, and, the, and being able to have somebody that has the experience of working with other people that have been in pain, right? And, and the amount of, and types of experience. Because I think that's where I found that it's just as much of um, a science as it is an art um, in in helping somebody. Um, I hope I'm answering your question. <laughs> so uh, before we wrap up, like um, just to ask, like, is there anything else you would like to add or and discuss to provide valuable insights to our listeners regarding the art of unexercising and its 
transformative effects on the mind and the body. I would just say if you're just know that if you're coming from a place where due to past physical uh, trauma, surgery, health challenge, or you're having pain in your joints or or muscles, there is another way. You don't have to hurt yourself while exercising. You can get a balanced approach that addresses your whole body and mind and and just know that that is out there. Um, and so don't give up. Um, you can transform. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. That that's so lovely. So thank you, thank you for joining us on this en- insightful journey into the world of unexercising and its transformative effects on pain relief and the injury prevention. So we hope that this episode has provided our listeners with valuable knowledge and the actionable insights that will empower you uh, on your path to the healthy and a pain-free life. So as Carrie uh, emphasized. Unexercising is not just a physical practice, but an art and science that combines movement with mindfulness. So it's about understanding the connections between the mind, body and the soul to achieve pain relief and injury prevention. So remember, the journey to a pain-free and healthy life is unique for each individual. And Kerry's approach tailors methods to suit uh, your specific needs So whether you are just starting or uh, seeking to optimize your wellness journey, her insights have definitely shed light on how to exercise safely, even for those with pre-existing conditions. So before we close, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to Carrie for sharing her wisdom and expertise with us today. So to stay connected with Carrie and explore more about unexercising and pain relief, be sure to check out her website and the social media channels. Definitely, I'll uh, mention all the links and everything about her uh, into the show notes so that it will be easier for you to reach out to her. And finally, we would did, did like to hear from you, our dedicated listeners. Your support and engagement means the world to us. So please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and share this episode with your friends and the family who might benefit from the art of unexercising. To receive updates on our future episodes and additional resources, visit our website and subscribe to our newsletters as well. So together, let's continue our journey to a healthier and pain-free life. So thank you once again for tuning into this episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. Until next time, take care of yourselves, prioritize your well-being, and remember the path to a pain-free life starts with the art of unexercising. Thank you so much.